Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Jakku, there we go. It's the Round the Rock Podcast. Starring Dave Schilling and his Alexander Sasha Pavlovich, Joey Devine, Cameron McGriff, Richie Fromm, Sean Keane. Randall Childress, Billy Ray Bates, Patreons, Robbie Sanford, thank you, Robbie, Chuck Anderson, thank you, Chuck, Noel's Hot Dog, thank you, Noel's Hot Dog, you're delicious, special guest, Corbin A. Smith, Musical guest, Richmond Fontaine. And now the temporary host of Rumble Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast. And we are back with a brand new indefinitely lengthed episode uh i'm here first off before i uh introduce our guests today just want to say roundrockpod at gmail.com is where you can email us at roundrockpod on twitter.com is where you can uh tweet at us patreon.com slash roundrockpod is where you can uh give us money or listen to our uh bonus episodes i did two this week of the new uh of the our new Patreon podcast called uh How Much Do the Warriors Suck? One with Dave Dufour and one with Andrew Schlecht from The Athletic. Uh starting this week, 
We're gonna have episodes of Fists Like Thanksgiving Turkeys, our Reacher Season 2 podcast. And um, I'm here today, as always, with America's Uncle Dad. Uh, America's Warriors, uh, uh, war- Golden State of Mind blogger, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I have spent... you been busy as a Warriors blogger for some reason? Uh, Is there something yeah. that's happened where... You might uh, be writing more blogs than normal. Look, I'm not I'm not bragging, but yesterday I wrote blogs for two different publications uh, insisting that uh, Draymond Green should be suspended until he goes to therapy, mm-hmm. not actually thinking that would happen. Mm-hmm. But then uh, then that that's what happened. Mm-hmm. But we'll yeah, uh, we'll talk about that later. Uh Secondly, I should introduce our guest from the Turtle Pond Hangout podcast from Corbin. What's the name of your movie podcast? I can't remember the title of it. The Pacific Northwest Insurance Corporation movie film podcast. Yeah, the the Pacific Northwest Insurance Corporation movie film podcast. That's right. Uh, Big Corbs himself is here. Uh, Corbin A. Smith. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 a Draymond defender, a Dame expert, an expert at therapy. Yeah, that's no, I am. It's true. <laughs> Did you seriously write that, Sean? What's what, are you, what are you, somebody on Hinge? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I jokingly said that the Warriors should not let him podcast until uh, he could stop getting kicked out of games and... Uh, the always very smart commenters on Golden State of Mind were writing like, actually, that's that would violate the the player contract. That's that I think that that's actually infringing on his uh, yeah. liberty All to right. speak. Look, and I'm like, know, okay. look, I, no, look, Sean, I'm happy to hear about your contempt for your readers, but yeah. uh, <laughs> that site uh, for sure. <laughs> but uh, they are terrible. But, uh, you know, I've got more. Th- I've got more important things to talk about today. Here to talk about being an alpha i'm here to talk about i'm here to talk about having an iron mindset mm-hmm. uh i'm here to talk about you know joey's facial hair looks nice oh thank you corbin even though you live in los angeles so not really useful what does that it's mean? good sun protection oh that's true you know what you got me on that one keen i'm here to talk about how keen's living room is weirdly barren it's not, it's not that barren they just moved into their house also this is I mean, I mean, I don't, you two know, bookshelves. Yeah, you're, you're, their house or asylum. You move him. You move him to the nut There's house. Couch. I mean, oh boy, a couch. Oh boy, is that right. couch even long enough to take a nap on? It is. This used to be our regular couch. This Prove is the, it uh, right now. Take a nap on the couch. Uh, this is our basement room. Yeah, it's a rumpus room. Oh, yeah. it's where it's where it's where uh, it's where, where Keen goes. goes it, it's where Keen goes when uh, they're in a row. To sleep on yeah. the couch. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, uh, right. I just I sleep in the guest. We we have a guest room. So Did she, is there know. is there a, is there no podcasting in the main house rule? She doesn't want um, you doing dirty business up there. You know, I thought that was going to be the case, and then it turns out that um, I'm totally audible upstairs in the bedroom when I'm podcasting down here. So I thought I was like under the. I don't know. I thought I'd. It's her office during the day, podcasting at night. 
Uh, it is during the day right now, though. What's All right, on? we have so much to talk to. We uh, oh, talk yeah. about. So we can't much to talk about. Okay, <laughs> fine. We we got to. Uh, I mean, Who first have you fucked in Baldur's Gate. Me, I fucked Shadowheart. All I right. fucked the Drow Twins. I right. I fucked the Incubus. I fucked. Uh, um, I forget somebody else. The first oh, thing we have Emperor. to do is um, uh, Sean knew it was a really busy episode. So he was like, we need to do some reader mail. Sean and Joey can't come to the phone right now, but luckily phones are the domains of me, a robot. If you know the extension of Tillman Fertita, please dial it now. Press 1 to have a single beer with Zach Lowe. Press 2 for Senegal-related inquiries. Press 3 for movie times read by Brooke Lopez. Press 33 to hear problematic things Bill Simmons wrote in the early 2000s. Press 0 at any time to leave a message for Sean and Joey. That's right, you two can leave a message for Sean and Joey, just dial 3236820342. Once again, that number is 3236820342. Please give me a call. Being a robot is a solitary road. You yeah, know what's weird? Know. We haven't, uh, I haven't seen very much Debbie Harry in the tributes to 50 years of hip hop, and I think that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's true. America's um, first stop rapper, hating. Debbie stop Harry. Stop hating. You're <laughs> hating right now. You, you are I'm celebrating. Here. You are sitting here acting like you don't love Rapture. Like, get the fuck out of here. You love Rapture. You love the dumb rap verse. You know, don't stop hating. All right, our first call comes from Mike Burkett about the Cybertruck. Here we go. Hey, Sean. Hey, Joey. It's Mike from Portland. Calling uh, just a quick question. Is Luka Doncic the Cybertruck of the NBA? Thanks, and I'll take my car call off the air. Mm, no, because I know who the Cybertruck of the NBA is. Who is, is it, Corbin? Is it? Kendrick Perkins. Because he's useless. <laughs> he's indestructible. No, like, like people, like a major corporation is going out of their way to make it so that you don't stop thinking about him. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. The I will only say thing the... is, is I don't think nerds think Kendrick Perkins is cool. Yeah, but you know what? Ner- okay, look, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Tesla guys, not real nerds. They're they're a specific yeah. type of nerd. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're their no, own yeah. genre of nerd. Yeah. Do you think rich guys like Kendrick Perkins? I think they kind of. Yeah, do. they apparently do. They can't fucking NBA owners. <laughs> uh, I will say one reason Luka Doncic is like the Cybertruck is that he often catches fire. Mm-hmm. That's what Teslas do. Good yeah. one. Thanks. Uh, Corbin is pretending to smoke a Christmas light like a cigarette right now. For those I thought he was kind of vaping, the video. but yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, this is the cigarette. And then, uh, and then uh, when I act like I'm smoking weed, I'm going to do this one. Oh, he has, he has a green one when he pretends to smoke weed. The red <laughs> one, one, the red Christmas lamp light this is This one is, this one is, this one is, uh, like methamphetamine. That's blue. All right. Okay. Um, I think the <laughs> cyber truck of the NBA <laughs> is, it's got to be somebody 
that like analytics dudes keep telling us is cool, but he's not cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean the Boston Celtics. <laughs> Um, they're crying they're crying right now Um, this is crack cocaine um (laughs) maybe like who's who's like beloved i don't know Tyrese halliburton actually is cool or he'd be he'd fit that you know what after last night i'm not willing to say halliburton's cool anymore uh, we'll, we'll get, get to, to that. that. We'll look, I I did a little I did a little run up on like uh, on uh, NBA news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Corbin, uh, when we asked him to come on this podcast to talk about Draymond, was like, "What happened to Draymond?" Yeah. He went straight to R slash NBA. Checked yeah. out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but we're not. Look, I, look I want to make it clear. I watched the tournament final. Mm-hmm. Uh, but look, we, we don't have Corbin on for his NBA news knowledge or watching of the games. We have him on for his expert takes of anything. He's he's a he's a takesman. That's, um, that's true. The ultimate that's so take true. man. You know, I um, like to say critic personally. Yeah, it's but... him and Stephen A. Smith are the greatest take men uh this thank universe you. has ever made thank rare you. rare thank you thank you um i also part whenever of me wants asks... to say honestly Wemby is the uh cyber truck of the nba oh, fuck fucking do to you because he's he's not good yet but everyone just he has like cool but he does like two cool plays and then mm-hmm. everyone's like this guy's changing the NBA. No, you know what? Zion. It's Zion. Zion is the Cybertruck of the NBA. He is I built mean... like a Cybertruck. <laughs> uh, people, was... people are always like, wow, I thought he'd look better than that. He was supposed he's to a... be he was supposed to be cool and great, and people told us that for years, and now he's just a shitty big old mound big old of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see Stephen A. Smith like being like I've done some reporting. I'm finding out that he's eating too much at restaurants. Well, no, he, the reporting on that was even funnier than that because it was like, I've heard chefs in New Orleans are are fighting each other to meet Zion. Like chefs uh-huh. need someone to eat every single piece of food they make to like uh-huh. live. Yeah, they've got a lobster surplus, and only one man can deal with it. What I think is, yeah, we need to be taking restaurants way more seriously in this country than we do, right? Don't you think? Don't you think that that's like an undercelebrated job right now? Is chef? Yeah. Thank you. There were just some stories about them in the media. I don't yeah. know. Did, man, did you guys watch the bear? Yes, I okay. watched the first three episodes. I watched the first season. You can hear my thoughts about it on Turtle Pond Hangout. Me and John like to whine about it. Yeah, uh, I mean, he probably has some very Chicago-based opinions. Oh, my well, God. I, think I, John, talked to, I talked to Wilms about the bear in Chicago last year, actually. John, John, John's hatred of the bear is really kind of pure and beautiful. Yeah. Because uh, he also, like, watched the entire first season. When I – okay, so I was watching this new season. Uh-huh. I thought it was I thought it was mostly fine for a while. I watched that episode. I really liked the episode where the baker goes to Copenhagen and talks to Will and talks to uh oh fuck who does he play in the MCU? Uh, I was gonna say his real name, but then I decided it would be funnier to say who he was in the Adam Warlock and talks to Adam Warlock. 
uh, and uh, and uh, then the next episode was the one where they were like, where they were like a few years ago, and then all of a sudden it's just these like cameos. Yeah, yeah, it's a bunch of famous people, and they're all fucking yelling, and I was just like, I'm not watching this. You can't make me watch this anyway. So I'm behind on the bear. Um. Uh. Yeah. Okay. My take on the bear, just really quickly, is it has an insane soundtrack that I would have maybe chosen in like oh my 1998. God. I, you know like, the they've had multiple annoyed... Counting Crows songs on the soundtrack? This what soundtrack is happening? Annoyed, this soundtrack annoys me so much because it's just a bunch of shit that I would pick. <laughs> yes. And I don't I don't like I don't like that somebody who is similar to me is allowed to make a TV show. I'm terrible. Whoever well, I, is picking um, the music on that show thinks yield is the best pearl jam album i'll tell you that much. i'm sure we've heard a yield <laughs> that, I mean... dude, they did a, they did an entire episode set to spot the kid smoke i believe even the live version and i was just like shut i was just like don't don't put wilco in my face there's a lot of wilco on that show there's so um, much wilco on that fucking the love show. theme is from is the is song that, Strange Currencies? From yeah, it's an REM song. It's an REM. It's like an REM deep cut. That is so obnoxious. And like I look, I think that most people are normal, and they and it doesn't register as obnoxious to them. But I think that me and Sean and Joey were alternative music <laughs> fans from like you know, you know, two thousand and four till modern day, and like every pick they make is like <laughs> is like what what an asshole like the three of us would pick <laughs> and it's fucking annoying um all right we got to move on from bear talk um we have one more uh reader phone call from our friend abe here's what abe has to say Big abe. hey guys it's abe um, wow everything okay from no. no, you have to listen to his call to figure out why. Well, no, I just, just, I just like okay. I don't know if you heard the way that Abe said, "Here you go." Yeah, you, we're he's gonna, gonna get, get to it. there. The voicemail is like sixteen seconds long. I know. It is, but like, show like, a little bit of patience. Like I didn't know. I know. It's just like he sounds sad. Like well, okay? we're gonna learn that reveal. Like, like you don't have to wait till the mid credit like, scene out on a date to learn this. this. He doesn't go to therapy. All right, here we go. Uh oh, he's drinking diet coke. Stop talking over the 15-second voicemail. Show <laughs> a tiny amount of patience. You know what? You know what I need? You know what I need right now? I need a little bit of. You're so much louder than the voicemail. We need. To... Oh, hey that hits. That hits. Hey guys, it's Abe. Sorry, I'll stop talking um, now. I'll stop talking now. From Michigan, unfortunately, in Los Angeles. Um, as a Pistons fan, what do I do? Like, it's hard to, like, we've lost, like, 20 fucking games in a row. What, like, do I just find a different team? Do I just, like, walk into traffic? Please advise. Thank you. Shut up. Okay, first off, Corbin. I'm saying find a different team. Go uh, ahead, sir. Corbin, are you aware you're not paying attention to basketball? Are you aware? aware... That Pistons... I, that's not fair. I know what's going on. I know that the Pistons are fucking terrible. Have you? Are you aware of how many games they've won since they've I'm... traded for James Wiseman, which happened in February of last of this year? Uh, I'm willing to bet it's in the single digits. Four. 
Oh, oh boy. <laughs> it's such a crazy stat. And he's not even playing in a lot of the games, yeah. but still, like, no, it's just it is so damning. This is miasma. Yeah. I have a few things to say about this caller. If you don't like living in Los Angeles, fucking move. Uh, uh, you know, brighten up your day a little bit. Second, look, you're look. It's just a consumer product. You don't need to cry about it. It's just, it's just a, it's just a team. You're not, your life doesn't need to be attached. Uh, you don't need to attach so many of your emotions to these uh, profit-making enterprises, brother. You know what you need to do? You need to stop. You need to quit fandom and embrace basketball for the beauty of basketball's sake, brother. That's what you need to do. That's what'll make you happy. Clearly, you're only into this because it makes you miserable, Abe. Abe. I have a different take. Yeah. Uh, yeah Sean wants him do. to find a new team. My Just do take it. This is, is your excuse. No. My take is you go the other way and you just you go full Asar Thompson fandom. Like, like you that. just I like that. Too. He rules. He's very cool. Cool player. Uh and you just watch when you watch the Pistons games, you just complain when Azar's not playing. You complain when he's not touching the ball. Uh you only watch him when he's on the court. You don't watch the ball. You just watch Azar. Mm -hmm. And then you're you're free. You're free of the Pistons. You only uh -huh. care about the one cool guy. Yeah, Azar. Um, <laughs> I think this is just a great opportunity to just pick a team you like and then I don't you can think, you enjoy know basketball and not feel like don't even pick miserable. A, don't pick a team. Don't pick a team. You just yeah. love the game, brother. You well, just I mean, love the game. Uh yeah, I mean basically that's kind of what I'm saying. But, yeah. but like you're free. You you don't live in Detroit anymore. Once you move, you can pick a new team. Like yeah. Yeah. Also, the Pistons owner also lives in LA and doesn't care about the Pistons. So why should you? You yeah. don't have any financial stake in this, Abe. Do what you yeah. want. So it's twenty-one in a row for the Pistons, Corbin. It's eighteen in a row for the Spurs. I watched the. You know what? I watched the Spurs game last night. Mm -hmm. They're not as depressing as. Yeah, they almost won. I don't guys. know. And then, and then the the Wizards have lost. Uh, 15 of their last 16 games and the only win was because yeah. they played the Pistons and one of them had to win that game. By somebody's got Somebody's got to play the fucking Pistons. Yeah. You know what it says but, uh, in the Bible. That's true. <laughs> um, all right. We, I'm going to save these reader. We'll do the I, one. Well, I, I cut the I second. Talking, I cut the I second. Talking to, I was talking to John about the Pistons yesterday. Mm-hmm. And on our podcast that has, uh, I actually haven't edited or released it yet. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, Kate Cunningham mm -hmm. is like a perfect American basketball player. Why? Because he, because he, okay, because he's in the gym. He's in you know these gyms, these high school gyms. You know, he's in college or whatever the fuck, mm -hmm. and he looks so incredible with the ball in his hands. And his entire life, all anybody has ever told him is you need the ball in your hands and you need to be a leader and you need to, you know, you need to go out there and, and crush. And then he gets to the NBA and like, he's just not good enough to like crush with the ball in his hands. And then he's useless. 
Like, what if at any point in his life, what if somebody had set Kate aside and been like, hey, maybe you need to develop some other skills or like maybe you need to uh, maybe you need to, uh, you know, uh, make it so that you're versatile. But they don't encourage that in the American player making system. They encourage like, how good can you be with the ball in your hands? Mm -hmm. And like, are you also going to say he listens to too much hip hop? Next, is that, is that where you're going? No, that's, with fair. Next? that's fair. Look, I know. Are you going to be like? Are you going to be like? Oh, AAU! All the parents are like this, and the mixtapes are like this. No, is that what no, you're going I'm not going to be like, in, in be Turkey, like in Istanbul, I mean, Turkey. That's where a man learns to play. <laughs> First off, I mean, a man does. You know, look. Scary, I mean, actually, you know. now that I said it out loud, I'm like, hey, you probably be a lot more of a man. Um yeah if you yeah if, yeah i mean did you see what happened when they say enus to america like it poisons you uh you dead named him first off <laughs> oh pardon um, me when you send it i know i didn't I oh no you're enus. right you're right you yeah, called yeah. me enus. sorry my bad i'm just used yeah. to calling him mr freedom because i respect him. well i call him dr freedom because of the because of the honorary award they gave him at prager university um. <laughs> No, but I, uh, look, I actually look. give Kate. I was going to say, I actually, I'm not out on Cade yet. I think he, Cade missed a whole season. <laughs> like, well, and he has to play with Killian Hayes all the time for some reason. That doesn't make any sense. Um, He's sponsored by the ringer. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm out on and Killian Hayes, Marvin Bagley, he's got to play with all these de James Wiseman, just these depressing guys. Uh, Meanwhile, Jaden Ivey has been better than he was last year, but uh, Monty Williams refuses to play him. <laughs> um, so I don't know. The guy when people were like, "This Monty Williams, he's like, he's good. He's a good coach." You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna ask our friend Tom. Uh, Pistons fan extraordinaire. I don't come. think anybody's good at judging whether somebody's a good yeah. coach. I, I don't think we know anything. But I'm going to ask our friend Tom I to agree. come on next week and do a full Pistons episode for Abe. Well, 30 minutes of a Pistons episode for Abe to mm -hmm. ask uh, Tom, our friend, our struggling Pistons friend, what he thinks yeah. he should I do. I want to say, you know, Abe, you definitely shouldn't walk into traffic. Yes, absolutely. That was also going to get team. there. It's uh, seriously just a basketball team, dog. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. Uh, this is your life. This is your life, Abe. <laughs> Abe, don't talk about. Don't talk so cavalierly about taking your own life. No, brother. I mean he didn't mean it. Um. All right. Oh, uh, let's talk about. Um. Uh. Let's. We have a call. We have a. a we got an email from our friend L Half Narrow. So you know what that means. Time for another drop. God. This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it Reader Mail? It is confusing for robots. All right, our friend so, El Hafner. No, that's that's the oh, normal okay. one. Um, our friend. Uh... Maybe the oldest one, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's one. That's one of like four Sean made. Uh, yeah. in fact. Um, yeah. Back before they chopped off his hands. <laughs> Our friend Elf L. Half Narrow asks, what a litter of names should the Washington Wizards go by when they move to Virginia? Which, Corbin, are you aware of this? Yeah, I heard about it. 
Sean, me, do you want to run our listeners through what happened really with the quickly. Wizards? Yeah, so there were competing arena plans from D.C. and Alexandria, Virginia, which is basically Washington, D.C. It's technically in Virginia. It's so uh, That's where Ted they Leonsis, have that good library, though. Yes. Yeah. Uh, our uh, Ted Leonsis, the NBA's number one Fugazi fan, uh, and his partners at the Sovereign Wealth Fund of Qatar have um, – reached a deal they're moving the wizards and the capitals to alexandria virginia to quote create a world-class entertainment district in uh alexandria at potomac yard mm-hmm. um it is less than six miles away from where their current arena is but it's in a different well, hey hey are you gonna be able to gamble there uh i don't think so okay we'll see i know yeah, i know yeah, like yeah, that's right. what you'd think uh <laughs> they haven't they haven't mentioned it but yeah it, I don't think you can have casinos in Virginia, but we'll see. Yeah. Like that is everybody's you know plan, what? You right? Know, look, look, I pause. I look. I, sorry, I've been writing and thinking about this a lot. You're going to be able to have casinos everywhere right now because there is now a gigantic casino industry, and what they are going to do is uh, grease as many palms as they can in state legislatures to make it so that as you can have as many of these fucking things as you want as you possibly can across the country uh-huh. that's all like there's so much there's going to be so much the next like five years are going to be swamped in regulatory capture it's going to go like this until it turns out that the uh the social fabric of america which is as you guys know uh uh it, unraveling it, yeah yeah unraveling fragile uh, you know whatever word you're bringing want, yeah is going to get absolutely battered by people who fucking ruined their lives with sports gambling. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, and regular gambling. It's not like it's not like this is just going to be sportsmen. Like Mark, yeah. Mark Cuban. Sean, you know what? Sean is the only other person who read a book I read. That oh I read yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, called Addiction yeah. by Design. Yeah. That is a, that it's a, it's about machine gambling addiction, and it and it is also about social uh, media uh, design. Yeah, it's also yeah, every it's also, game. Yeah. But it's also about like, uh, like how utterly annihilatable human civilization is by machines. <laughs> yes, and I, yeah. Well, it's like it's like you you read that book all about the precise layout of casinos and how they. I mean, like the slot machine part of it is like that's the weirdest thing is that the slot machine is the perfect, uh, yeah. Like you know, brain there's a, breaking there's a, thing. Yeah. There's a part in the book where they talk about where they go and they talk to the designers. All the designers are in Australia for some reason. And they, um, and they talk about how, you know, when you're programming a slot machine, the thing to do is to like make the math feel good. And that phrase has fucking haunted me. <laughs> ever yeah. since. Well, the guy who uh, invented the feature on cell phones where you pull it down to refresh apparently just has, like, a lifelong of regret after realizing what happened. That, like, yeah, yeah, that now it's everything on your phone that you carry with you all the time. And I, you Um, know, and, and, uh, you know, I've been thinking about, once again, I've been thinking about these sports gambling apps a lot. And when when I read the thing about, making the math feel good i had the or i was thinking about it in the context of sports gambling apps and like the sort of nightmare thing came up to me which is like a sports gambling application that 
constantly refreshes like oh yeah play for play <sighs> like play for play it's always it's giving you it's giving you new bets i don't know if the internet is quite fast enough to do it yet but it'll get there and yeah. like and like play for play it's giving you a new thing to bet on every play it's like you're looking at twitter while watching a sports game but it's giving you some new bullshit to gamble on but you the, shouldn't say this on a podcast corbin you could be a billionaire send this as a registered yeah. letter to yourself yeah. <laughs> no i don't want to be a billionaire on this i, I just want to i just want to write my little articles i want to play <laughs> fucking Baldur's gate I you wanna, could be fan duel oppenheimer i could be, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to fuck it i just want to fucking you know i okay uh, I need to take my little pictures of birds and I want to leave people alone. But like, but like the thing about it that I think really scares me is that the, is that sooner or later, I think it might be illegal now. I don't know that, but like sooner or later, what that app is going to do is that it's going to customize for everybody and it's going to figure out what you're willing to bet on, figure out all this shit. And like, it's going to make a slot machine that always feels good for anybody who is inclined to use it. Mm-hmm. And and it's co- and and if that happens, oh my god, it's going to be a fucking nightmare. Well, it's it's weird that that with all this uh, precise targeting, um, half the slot machines still just featured those weird buffaloes. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know who oh, those are cool for. animal it's a cool yeah. animal i don't know what to tell you yeah. uh, uh, they the feature, if they were gonna uh never mind i don't want to talk about slot machines anymore. uh anyway keep going, sean sorry the virginia <laughs> supreme court uh struck down uh kept the ban on slot machines but clearly someone is lobbying for it because a case got to the state supreme court a year ago and that does make sense because i don't think they're gonna ever have like legal gambling in dc but but no, if you cross the river, I mean that's a traditional casino thing. Get on the river, cross the river. Isn't that the entire plot of Ozark, basically? I've never watched it. Uh, anyway, I don't like, uh, I don't like yeah. watching adults. So anyway, it's uh, it's gonna it's gonna cost. They say it's gonna be a two million dollar development, which means it's going to be at least a three million dollar development. And Ted L is paying four hundred million dollars for it, and then almost are certainly say, are you saying million? He's paying four hundred million. Yes. Oh, million. Okay. Sorry, and the it's gonna cost more than three billion dollars if they say. So this is what the Mavs are doing. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just they're putting the money at Sheldon Sheldon Adelson, R.I.P. Rest in power, King. Uh, all the money that he look. Used. I didn't look. I didn't agree with his politics, but I'll tell you this right now. I loved watching that man eat pussy. <laughs> uh, so yes, that's what's happening with the Mavericks. Uh, the Adelson family. They're going to be the, aggressively the Adelson, the Adelson family who own the Sands Corporation. Yes, and they want to. They're going to try to build a giant casino that has a basketball arena in Dallas, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. not legal in Texas. Great. But wonderful, watch that I love money it. roll in when Ooh, President oh Ted Cruz takes office. Uh, that's going to become a reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, um, to answer El Hafnero's question, um, I don't think they're going to change the name because. They were the Washington Bullets when they were in Maryland for 20 years. Mm-hmm. 
and they're not moving very far. But this would be a great way to dump the name and the baggage of Wizards. Wizards. And I feel like you have to take that opportunity no matter how. So maybe if it's the... the... What's the bag? What's the baggage? What's the baggage? (laughs) Wizards aren't that bad. Come on. Have you watched them this year, Corbin? (laughs) bad this year but you know historically they're fine i don't think they've been to the conference finals since the 70s oh no not the conference finals oh god look when the timberwolves change their name everyone can everyone can backtrack and do it from there. Well, they made the conference finals 19 and i know what you're saying the timberwolves are good this year you know it's a lie you know it's bullshit you know they're gonna have the most fucking embarrassing first round exit you can possibly imagine you know that towns is going to shit his pants on the court this is a loser franchise the minnesota timberwolves anyway sorry i got distracted go on uh maybe the alexandria avengers would they just be that naked or they probably can't trademark that can they i don't think avengers is trademarked uh, the Virginia Vigilantes really lean into uh, the Proud Boys. <laughs> I was going to say the Virginia Vacations because that's what basketball teams do when they visit the Washington Wizards. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to say they should rename they should rename them uh, Virginia. Ain't shit to do but Coke. Alexandra Alligators, like the clip song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like no, clips? I know the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alligators? Do you think you guys should be laughing? It was very funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not the alligators, Sean. Um, I think what else starts with Al? Um, If you're gonna go Alexandria, go go librarians. All right. Um, Will Parker Posey and Party Girl be the mascot? uh, Is her name Alexandria in that movie? No, but she's a librarian. Well, she's not really a librarian, but she works at a library. Um, all right, let's okay. let, let's let's go talk about uh, what we're. It's here about to talk how she about. used to be like a fun party girl who does cocaine, and then she got into too much debt, and then her stepmother is like, "You have to become a librarian." All right, uh, time to do the news. This is round ball rock news, basketball news for humans and robots. Trust the process. Right, Sean, it was announced last night that Draymond Green has been suspended indefinitely. What? Um, he swung oh, and never. hit Corbin's favorite player, the man Corbin used to claim was better than Nikola Jokic, Yusuf Nurkic, I did do I did do in that. the That's face. True. <laughs> That's true. Um, claiming That's true. he was. I shouldn't be, should be held to account for my old takes. <laughs> claiming he was, quote unquote. Oh, wait, did you get his glasses? Yeah. Claiming he was, okay. uh, quote-unquote, selling a foul call. Uh, Green actually apologized this time, something he did not do for trying to choke out Rudy Gobert. Um, oh, the first thing I want to say, uh, Sean, how many ejections has Draymond Green had this season in the 15 games he's played? Uh, three. So 20% of his games he is ejected for hitting somebody yeah, whatever. Uh, i mean i guess it, he's, he actually you know what technically once he was ejected for a shove once he was ejected for a choke mm-hmm. once he was ejected for a punch or yeah. a swinging open-handed forearm slap whatever yeah. you would call that mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's other, so he's, he's versatile other... he's versatile uh he can he can flagrant foul one through five as they that's his reputation 
Um, um, yeah. I want to say, first off, a lot of people are hung up on the word indefinitely here. Um, we've had three indefinite suspensions in the last three seasons, right, Sean? Or is it last two seasons? Uh, uh, John Moran yeah. got the one where uh, he went to therapy for fake therapy for two weeks and then Couple came back hours. and immediately did he 100 what he, what he it was, was like maybe for. three days yeah, yeah. um also so my, that was clear. the therapist told him maybe you need to act like maybe you need to maybe you need to show yourself holding a gun on instagram yeah. to be happy but you that know, was, maybe the nba can't deny that but i think you. that was either two or three weeks his indefinite suspension suspension went on then uh, Kyrie was suspended indefinitely, which um, would have been a much shorter suspension, but he just refused to go to the sensitivity, uh, the anti-Semitism training. So it dragged on and on. Um, and then this one, it's this one now where I'm going to bet two weeks. That's my bet for how long this suspension is. Sean, what do you think? Um, I mean, it's just hard to say because it's like I I do think that uh, I don't think it's going to be two weeks. I mean, I think it's going to be less. You think it's going to be less for his? I mean, I, I would have to classes. look at the schedule, but um, I I guess he's going to miss the Christmas Day game for sure. But then I think he comes back after. I don't think I don't think the NBA is letting him uh, uh defy jesus christ and santa claus like that and yeah, play i just think on, the the shortest possible Day. this guy went to therapy time you could do is two weeks i'm just i'm just saying joe Morant was maybe did two or three i mean but, but I, I that would be my milestone i think the, the warriors are probably playing on the 27th i'm guessing but that that's my guess is enough to keep him out past christmas mm -hmm. but because it seems like they're negotiating this with Rich Paul and the Warriors team, I think he comes back. No, two weeks. You're right. It's going to be two yeah. weeks because he's going to come back December 28th against the Miami Heat. But yeah. And then Mike Dunleavy was claiming today that the indefinite suspension was actually Draymond's idea. <laughs> I mean, I mean, because what do you think look, the alternative look. was? Penal servitude? Like, I don't. What is what does Adam Silver like I, it's it's not clear like well, i guess i guess maybe it was like we're gonna give you 10 games and he said what if i pretend to go to therapy and they were like that's pretty good <laughs> don't let's make it look good this time because okay a big trend a big theme of adam silver's like punishments and what makes him mad and what is uh embarrassing the league like it's not even the behavior so much it's like defiance so uh mark cuban got a giant fine last year because he was so blatant about tanking other mm -hmm. people tanked openly but like he was like luca got pulled 10 seconds into the second quarter on slovenian heritage night and then they admitted they were trying to tank and like that got the hammer and mm -hmm. john morant got like it was because he was embarrassing the league yeah uh and same with Kyrie, where he was like defying the NBA, you know, like if he just 
I don't know. I mean, Ky Kyrie it's... only had to go meet with a rabbi and refused to do it for two well, months he, or whatever. He was supposed to, he was supposed to give like 500 grand to the ADL, yeah, yeah. I think. And recently you're like, huh, maybe did he, was he more woke than we thought about mm. that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, anyway, the, so, so yeah, it's, it's, it's Draymond like, I understand that he didn't feel like he needed to apologize to Rudy Gobert, but it would be a lot better for him if he wasn't like dancing around after the ejections. It seems I like just he don't know how that. you like choke a guy and drag him 20 feet and then apologize afterwards. But you have to because it's your because otherwise he came out after a five game suspension is like, I'd do it again. That's like, I mean, like it's a job like maybe no. do you want to keep millions of dollars in fine money or not by the way uh we'll be talking to uh the slammed up guys later about the the tax implications of yeah. this well the warriors save five hundred thousand dollars in tax i can tell you that much um at least uh it's like six times whatever draymond's salary is yeah. <laughs> so it's a lot um Maybe that's maybe that's the conspiracy. That's why Mike Dunleavy Jr. was like indefinite suspension. He's like, maybe we can get under this second apron. Oh yeah. Um, Corbin, what's your take on Draymond Draymond's behavior? You love Draymond. I do love Draymond. But he hit Nurkic. <laughs> you love Nurkic. I gotta say, this is the least justified of the other ones. Like Donovan Mitchell kind of flopped. I mean, he uh -huh. pushed he pushed him, but I don't really. You know, I will say with Gobert, I don't, I don't quite think that happened a hundred percent on purpose. I mean, you could say he was breaking up a fight. I honestly think if he lets go of him like three yeah, seconds probably. earlier, it's probably. a one game suspension. And I and yeah, the yeah, okay. What is my take on Draymond's behavior? You guys ever see that clip of Jeff Teague talking on a podcast? And the podcast hosts ask him, hey, why'd you shove LeBron that one time? Mm -hmm. And he said, because we were losing and I was mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a sore loser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I, like, you know, like this, like we never beat this uh, um, uh, N-word. Uh, uh, word I'm not allowed to say. We never beat him. And I... And it drove me nuts. And there were people in the arena cheering for him. And so I said, oh, you're going to beat us. Huh? Well, I got some of this for you, bitch. And then I shoved uh -huh. him. Uh -huh. <laughs> I kind of feel like recent Draymond escalation. It feels very, it feels very, I'm a sore loser mm -hmm. to me. Like the Warriors, oh, yeah. like this Warriors thing is, it seems like, it seems like it's pretty much done. Like Clay, like, you know, like Clay, can't function like he used to anymore. Draymond's getting a little, Draymond's getting a little long in the dick. Like, you know, that's how it is. And I, and I, and yeah, I think that maybe, I think maybe uh, he's always had a bit of an impulsive streak. And I think that maybe it's uh, getting a little bit accentuated nowadays. Mm -hmm. He's going out, they're going out sad. Basically, everyone on the team is. Yeah, going well, outside well right look, say, you know, Sean, everyone goes outside. Yeah, it's true. As like, they say in cocktail, according to a lot of uh, uh, Bill Sidelman's columns I've read, 
uh, all good things come to an end. That's why they end, or something like that. I don't know why <laughs> I quoted the movie Cocktail all the time. No, I like you know, like like even the like you know, the only team that ever didn't go out sad was was the uh, was the Bulls, and even then, they actually did kind of go out sad because the thing that tanked them was organizational malfeasance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and, the, like, and Magic kind of didn't go out sad, but then he came back and he went out sad. I don't, you know, I'm not willing to say that Magic, well, I guess the, the comeback. He came back a second time, remember? Yeah. That's what I mean. When you yeah, played, I don't when you all star game. The first time I mean, he came back, he went out sad. Yeah. But he didn't, like, that wasn't him going out sad. That was society uh, uh, treating somebody with HIV like they were dog shit. No, yeah, the second time though was like when he came back as a, like a fat power forward. Yeah, in like ninety six, yeah, yeah. right before <laughs> Shaq. You know I'm not willing. I'm not willing to call that sad because I think that I think that Magic, I think that Magic did that because he was like because he recognized the way he was treated was fucking bullshit, and he was like, I'm getting one more bite at it. You can go, you know, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that was fine. But also Jordan but, Wizards was going out sad for sure. Oh yes, Jordan Wizard. Yeah, yes, yeah. Jordan. And and getting cut out of his ownership piece there. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's why Michael Jordan part. Michael Jordan just decided if I ever get a team again, I'm going to milk this for as much money as I can. I'm not going to give a shit about winning. I'm going to get this money. And goddamn it he did. I would Pippen. say Pippen also went out sad on the Rockets, but then he was on the Blazers, and then they went out sad. It's just everyone. And then he went back to the Bulls, and it was even sad. Really sad. Yeah. Yeah. And then he led the rest of his life, and that got progressively sadder. (laughs) Then Uh, Michael Jordan's son got engaged to his ex-wife. Yeah. Yeah. In the last year or so, it's gotten so sad that uh, you don't even want to think or talk about it. Um, I would say it's sort of the problem with Draymond and Clay going out sad the way they're currently going out sad is uh, Steph Curry is not sad and is playing at Steph Curry levels. Oh, no. Oh, no. The team isn't good enough for my special boy. Well, I'm just saying they're weird. This is a weird thing that we're doing on the podcast where we're acting like the outcome of NBA games mm-hmm. uh, matters to fans. I understand that you're on a different level, Corbin, <laughs> but that's that's one <laughs> criteria we sometimes use. Um, hey, look, it's not my fault that you're invested in all these fucking logical fallacies. <laughs> uh, and it's Steph Curry's not ready to go out sad yet, but these oh, guys have decided... Guess what, Steph? It's time to go out sad. Look, I, look they didn't decide. Okay, first off, oh, I'm no. sorry. Clay and Draymond didn't do enough for Steph. Sound, no, it's, it's, sound... not, it's not just that they're bad. It's that Clay's like they're throwing active. tantrums yeah. on the bench. Like, yeah. He just looks like he's about to yeah. cry all the time. It's frustrating. It's like Jeff Teague. He's a sore loser. Mm-hmm. These are professional athletes. But they're uh-huh. losing by like one or two points. Like, like It's really just like Stop hitting people oh, well, and we'll now, win now, the game. Now, now who's like, the one they, who's bringing? I'm now just saying, who's the one who's exiling feelings from sports. I'm just saying, like, like when when you're getting statistically, technical, statistically, these are basically wins. I don't understand. I'm, why. No, that is that. not I'm what saying, we're saying. That's not what we're saying. We're saying I, they deserve to lose these games. Yeah. 
But like they're it's not just that they're bummed out that they're losing, they're causing the Their loss. Their behavior is causing Jeff the Teague loss. He could have done yeah. anything and he would have lost to LeBron. Draymond is like giving the other team extra foul shots in games that they're losing by one or two points. Mm-hmm. Like it would be he could just calm down a little bit and they'd be slightly less embarrassing. Yeah. Like and same with like I it's not it's not, I'm not saying that yeah, but, but, like, not, but like but directly not, he's costing them points but but like, in games you know, they're barely losing. They're not like why are like you, you know, look I don't you know sorry now we've gotten to the point where I'm accidentally defending Draymond. Look Draymond shouldn't hit Nurkic in the face. <laughs> As for Gobert, a more complicated topic. I know I I, I was kind of like God I wish he if he'd let him go two seconds earlier taking a no, one game suspension like, we could have like, laughed like about everyone, it. You know everyone sitting to this is sitting here acting like. They don't want to get. They don't want to spend a little time with their arm around Gobert's throat. Come on. Yeah. Uh, well, Draymond. The, the thing is, Draymond turns like otherwise more reasonable people into cops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw people after the Gobert thing saying like that should be a twenty-five game suspension. <laughs> it's like that's <laughs> never happened in NBA history I, I, unless you punch a I, fan. If <laughs> I have a problem with the indefinite suspension thing, is that I think it's fucking weird that the CBA doesn't have specific language around suspensions and they're just like we're just gonna play it by ear whatever but yeah, um, it's it's wild how much latitude there is on fines well and they suspensions. do they actually do the nba could i think challenge these things but these three particular ones are just they're the players association is like i don't know if this is worth fighting over yeah <laughs> Well, and it's but but I mean like, like really is, rich can probably deal with it. But it but it really yeah. is like a three section subclause of a subclause in the CBA that's just like well if it embarrasses the league the commissioner can do anything at all from but fifty thousand yeah. dollar fines to anything. It's capped for owners. Owners have a limit to how much they can confine. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. But like Andre Iguodala is currently in charge of the Players Association and not in like the president player fake way, in the lawyer way. Right. And uh, if he thought Draymond didn't need therapy, I think he would fight this. But don't you think? Don't you think Kevin Durant yeah, was Andre, just being? Andre is just like I think we have a really good, good opportunity to do some good for Draymond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, watched you... him punch Jordan Poole and not get in trouble last year, and it's spiraled yeah, fairness, since. You know what? I feel. I I will say this. I feel like time has justified Draymond on that one. I actually think that's what's still breaking this Golden State Warriors team: the fact that there was like oh, no. But they don't I, have. Jordan. Jordan no, Poole. no, no. The fact that there was no accountability yeah. there for the veterans so and Draymond, any Draymond, behavior, like... Well, well, Draymond basically hasn't talked to Jonathan Kaminga since he's joined the team. He kind of admitted that this offseason. He was like, man, I was talking to Andre, and he said, what was your relationship with Jonathan Kaminga? And I had to think, and I said, I've yeah, never I don't have a relationship. I've never <laughs> spoken to him. That's like, what? <laughs> Uh, and that was the same with like I guess Clay didn't talk to any of the young guys and yell at him a lot last year too and and so the mean, young it, guys you know, were look, like and Bra- and Bra- it does uh, seem like Draymond are they about to kill us like it- <laughs> there was one player that Draymond did seem to have a relationship with and, and it, it was Jordan Poole so, yeah, yeah so maybe you, maybe you actually don't want him yeah actually that's right like don't don't 
threaten his father on don't challenge his father to a fight online but yeah i i legitimately think part of the problem with what's happening to the warriors right now is the veterans have no accountability for anything they do at all and then the young players there's constant accountability for the smallest of mistakes even so like it's this created this weird imbalance where Moses Moody would just get benched for no reason all the time, but you can't bench Clay Thompson for playing crappy. And now it's this like toxic poison that is what Joey uh, is saying. What Joey is saying is that it's time for the FBI to step in. (laughs) (laughs) I I will say I am I am sympathetic to Andrew Wiggins, uh, just because I think he has a. more complicated personal life situation going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not willing to turn on Wiggs yet, but he has not been very good at basketball. Wiggles. But I think it's I think his dad probably has some serious health problems. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Just speculating, but uh and for a guy that seems like very distracted and uh I mean uh, it could just be his dad. Well, well with Clay, we can't discount the fact that his dad is always Harping him the about the coolest how and funniest arms. man on, yeah. alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was always harping him about <laughs> how we, his arms are fine. Have we <laughs> thought about if Clay and Draymond could just switch Freaky Friday their marijuana consumption for just one week? Would well, that, that was actually going to be my question for Corbin <laughs> next. Well, not that specifically, but Corbin, <laughs> uh, you have experience with therapy. What, um, fuck. What therapy uh, would you recommend Draymond uh, going through I here? Think, like, I think what? we've all been yeah. to therapy in this in this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, yeah. But what kind? I mean, You're more of an expert. Yeah. Oh, what? Because I go to the most therapy. I mean, I got, I got, well, I got, I got dumped by my telephone therapist uh, during the pandemic. I won't go. Well, I also, I also, I also, I also was let go by a therapist during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah they were the last session we had was, uh, clearly I, look, we, doing look, something me and, else. That ther- me and that therapist really had to stop seeing each other because he was sick and tired of dealing with somebody with adhd i mean i mean he should i mean he has something in common with me in that case but, um, <laughs> uh he uh but uh but his practice was just changing and he was like only seeing more couples he immediately hooked me up with somebody else who's really good so i don't i don't i'm not mad or anything yeah he's a very good therapist he's just not doing he was just not doing my stuff anymore so what should draymond be looking for in a therapist (laughs) does he need a player's coach would you say like as a therapist does he need like an x's and o's guy uh, does he need like a Phil Jackson type who's going to give him a book and like a parable? And then complain How do you want me to yes and this exactly? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You did. You can answer Joey's question. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, what kind of therapy should Draymond do? Well, the kind about impulse control, I guess. Uh, oh, man, this is so weird. One of the things, you know, one, I think one of the things about it is that a lot of athletes, when they do therapy mental training stuff they do like um oh there's a book about it it's called like the something something the the mental game of tennis or something like that i have read the 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 mental game of tennis (laughs) yeah we're like don't even try to hit the shot man you don't think about it yeah it's i think it's called active i think it's called active flow 
Okay. Something along those lines where it's like you're engaged in the task, but you're not so engaged that you're freaking out. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's kind of what Draymond needs. But, you know, then it leads, but then that leads to the question of like, like the central quality of Draymond's game is caring so much. Right. It, that, that, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. That, that, yes. But also, cere- like, like cerebrality or whatever. Yeah. Like being sort of constantly aggressively mentally engaged in the game like you know communicate like all the communicating and the crazy switching and all that shit and like it's possible it's possible that submitting to more of a flow state like he's one of the few athletes for whom that might actually not work Mm -hmm. so uh, uh i don't know uh you know the kind yeah i don't know the kind where they tell you to observe your anger and try to say yeah, is there up. like can is can uh just can chase center um maybe like just convert one of those wine cellars into a rage room he can go into yeah. uh yeah like he just goes down the tunnel and you know what's kind of sad though and I there's remember... like a, and there's like a, and there's like a big wax statue of jordan pool down yeah. there yeah yeah and he, and he just he, or yeah to let it out on yeah, i mean I, you know, when... whatever like whatever works i guess I remember um, when the mouse. You, the- you know, you know what they should do. They should send Draymond to just like hardcore Freudian analysis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, exactly. On the couch. What are your dreams like? Tell me about your mother. Yeah, all like it's really like, totally, indirect. Yeah, totally do away with uh, with uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. Yeah, and just like no, we are going to solve the puzzle here. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> And he 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 just gives like a really thoughtful five page term paper to Adam Silver after mm-hmm. like he's like well here's my here's my dream journal and uh, uh-huh. I think that this is uh, my dad and uh, I mean maybe this he can is all figure the people out, maybe he can figure out his Jungian archetypes he's like I'm yeah. letting the 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 shadow uh, <laughs> cover up my persona uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah and then and then and then he can of course get sucked into a, a spiritual digital world where he will steal the desires of America's most corrupt people. Yeah, he's and, doing uh, Persona 5. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I I would also say... Um, I'm more of a Persona 4 golden man myself. Um, you, know, you know what? Okay, look. I get why people like Persona 4. Mm-hmm. I get it. I played it. It's, you know, it's great or whatever. The fact that the combat and the dungeons are just like a thousand times worse. Doesn't drive you a little annoyed? I mean, it, it does, but I like the I like the the, the little kids more. They're they're so much more charming. Uh, they felt fair. like That's my fair. friends. Um, yeah, <laughs> and you really need those because yeah. I I don't know if you guys have seen, but his best friend is Sean Keen. My best There's friend, no... no, my best friend Draymond Green is suspended indefinitely. So <laughs> yeah, I need yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> so. Do you so, know what I really like about Persona Four is okay. your is your fake Shouldn't little have brought sister. This up. Oh my god! Your, yeah, yeah. Your fake the little, little sister, sister is great. She's great because it is exactly like having a relationship with a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, Sean yeah, wants anyway. to talk about uh, basketball. Sorry, I, just, sorry. I just don't really play video games. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said Persona Four, and I'm like, I don't know if you're talking about an actual psychological thing or like. <laughs> like a switch game um yeah it's on the switch um so 
okay, in The Sopranos, we see a violent man <laughs> with poor impulse control mm-hmm. going to therapy. Well, yeah. what well, did okay, we learn at the end of that? Nothing. Well, you know what? This is all, look. One of the things, okay, one of the things that drives me batshit bonkers about The Sopranos is that by the t- time Tony was in therapy, like mm-hmm. like in real time, like nobody did therapy like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like people did, like if Tony had just gone to therapy and done cognitive behavioral therapy, he would have been fine. But he went to this fucking like, you know, high end psychotherapy. That's That's not the lesson it's <laughs> you're not gonna get with a mafia dog okay, going no, sorry, to punch sorry, he's gonna stop pause. hurting people sorry let me pause that's me pause the, that's the trick buddy let me pause the real back all he way. learned was psychological techniques to learn how to be no, more efficiently no, bad think, sorry 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 i want to i want to rephrase what i said it's not <laughs> that he would have been fine like he still would have been a monster mm-hmm. or whatever but he wouldn't have gotten panic attacks <laughs> Maybe didn't they did they do cognitive behavioral therapy in like ninety? No, that's not the kind of therapy. No, and that they're doing psychoanalysis, which is. What I mean, they are like they to... doing? Would he have been doing cognitive behavioral therapy in like nineteen ninety eight? I think I think by that point they were pretty much like if you had panic attacks, they sent you to a CBT practitioner. I think by that point. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like they wouldn't have been like, what sort of dreams are you having at the very least, mm-hmm. like. Well, but Tony was having a real fucked up dreams. Think about he that. He was, but he was. Do you think, but, uh, do you think Draymond's sorry. having those fucked up dreams? Is uh, Jordan Poole a talking fish in his dreams at the 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 Jersey Shore? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. wouldn't it be crazy if he just didn't have any? I don't have a lot of dreams. Are you, I have you really boring mundane dreams, and the frustrating ones are always like. I used to, I used to be like Joe. I used to not have dreams. Then I started using a sleep apnea machine, mm-hmm. and now I have them all the time. Mm-hmm. Better or worse? Huh. <laughs> I don't. I don't like love the dreams I have usually. When people are like, "Oh, this is my dream. I was dreaming of this," I'd be like. Were you frustrated and embarrassed? Like, were your shoes missing for <laughs> like, no reason? Were you on a confusing subway you never lo- visited, having, but I'm yet it's a- always the same? I, oh. I'm i having a lot of dreams where all of a sudden I don't have clothes on. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm not crazy about that. I, have I think that part happen. of that is that, not to brag or anything, I do sleep in the nude. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, me. congrats. Hey, yeah, give it up. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um... Yeah, but so I and I don't I don't care for those. Sometimes in those dreams, I even have the thought in the dream where I'm like, oh, this is just like those dumb dreams I have. Yeah, <laughs> but then I still don't wake up. Or mine are like it's a... mine are like often stand up related, and these are uh-huh. the three things that happen. I like can't find my shoes. I've taken off my pants for some reason. It's always taking me a long time to get to the stage, and then when I get to the stage, well, I have um, it's taking a long time to get me somewhere. Those drive yeah. me crazy. And then uh, the other thing that happens often is I'll get to the stage and I'll decide that I'm going to riff. And it's like really hard to do in the dream because I'm not really controlling it at all. And what yeah, always you know, happens have, when I, yeah, yeah. yeah, it isn't really a, it isn't a verbal part of your brain. That's and then everybody just leaves. <laughs> and I wake up and I'm so like, it's sort of like, so it's sort of like one of your real shows. Yeah. Yeah. But I do, I wake up and I feel like I had a bad set. Like it says for the set, and I, I like feel bad about you know, myself. You know what I will say? Okay, seven thirty a.m. Sean, I know that you know Sean. Not to 
not to be too hard on you. I know that you're yeah. merely a moderately successful stand-up comedian. That's generous. <laughs> yeah. But when you said, um, but when you said, I don't have shoes on, a, like a, a th a something went off in my brain and it said like, why would you need shoes to do stand-up? And then I was like, Sean, do you know what you need to do? Shoeless comic. That's Absolutely true. Absolutely not. Absolutely you. not. <laughs> You need to be, be Sean Keen with the piggies out, brother. Um, Let's I gotta say, I gotta say, you cannot do stand up in barefoot, in sandals, or wearing shorts. Mm -hmm. No, that's why Corbin didn't like it. Well, if a man no, just your shins, I love it. I love it. As much <laughs> as much, I want you to be as nude as possible, <laughs> dick down. Like uh, I don't want you. I don't want you doing comedy with your pig out. I mean, maybe like. You do maybe like you advertise a show where you're like, I'm doing it. I'm but doing like, it but like how Phil Knight would dress to go running in 1975. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But okay, but no, we have to talk about the show where Sean's gonna have his pig out. Okay. No, we so need to get back to Dream Hunt here. No, oh, you yeah. advertise the show. You advertise the show. You're like, I'm I'm doing it. I'm doing a stand-up show with my dick out. And mm -hmm. you also, but you also wear a shirt like you, like you, you Donald Duck it the entire time. And I think that I think they do that, that at Burning Man, actually. Yeah, I think that it would get the people talking, is what I'm saying. Um, here's a question: Is all of this a long game for Draymond Green to get better help to sponsor his podcast? Yeah, because that's the quality of therapy he's probably going to get. Right? It feels really rude to better help practitioners. I don't, you know, <laughs> they're just trying their hardest. It's a hard economy. Mm -hmm. freelance freelancers women. yeah 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 you're a freelancer why are you hating why are you hating right Sean, now it's, I how, wouldn't want... seriously though how much of this is steve kerr's fault a lot yeah. i mean it's hard to tell if it's steve or the organization in general because they don't really like i will i will say the words don't like have a lot of inter-organizational fighting I mean, the players are physically fighting, but uh -huh. but like the owner doesn't shit talk the coach and the GM and they don't make it clear, like who makes these decisions. But I had a feeling that Joe Lacob really wanted Draymond Green to receive his championship ring last year. After and uh, I think being suspended for it. Yeah. And I think Draymond Green maybe recognized that level of leverage that he had. Mm -hmm. Uh. Corbin, do you know what Jordan Poole allegedly said that uh, caused the punch? I don't recall, but I He's, remember knowing he said you're point. an expensive backpack for Steph Curry. Pretty funny. That's, you're Jordan Poole. <laughs> still, it's still a funny thing to say. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I don't, you know. It seems like. Sorry, I. Every time I hear this story, it's not that I think that you should wail on people, but I, I just am always like, what did Jordan expect? <laughs> <laughs> i don't know uh, like like you're not i don't uh you know guards like I, that's where I, that's where i am right now just like any any nba guard like calm down <laughs> so uh final final question about this right enjoy, fucking, enjoy the fucking wizards jordan pool <laughs> um he's not um Maybe he is. Uh, okay. So no, I'm, no, I have the. I look. I think. I think Jordan Poole is perfectly happy to take to be a great fantasy player on the Washington he's Wizards. Not That's though. He's actually somehow, a pretty he's bad fantasy horrible. player. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, okay. His That's points his have mindset. gone down. <laughs> That's his mindset. He doesn't have Draymond's mindset, which is grinding, winning. <laughs> 
So, uh, okay, you watched that, Corbin, you watched the in-season tournament. They did a crossover with ESPN and TNT splitting the games. Does that mean that next year Bob Myers will be allowed to announce a game with Steve Kerr, who will be working for TNT? I, like you like you guys like you guys can act like Kerr's gonna get fired all you want. It's I it's well, not I don't think his contract is expiring and they haven't renewed it. <laughs> oh yeah. He's oh, okay. kind of getting he's getting quiet you know what quiet quitting is? This is like that in reverse. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he might actually be quiet quitting when he's uh, always like, oh, like, what do you think of Draymond? He's like, yeah, just didn't see it. Yeah. Well, oh, we need to talk about else. that. He <laughs> needs to you know stop you know doing I, that. I, I respect that response. Uh, he, oh, you like that one? You like, I didn't yeah, see I the like... replay, even though they filmed him watching the replay for five straight minutes. Yeah, well, oh, I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm like, wait, look, look, what, what does he have to gain by telling the truth there? 100, I'm with you, Corbin. Like, what do people think? It's like, oh, it's like a White House press conference. Like, he's testifying at a trial. No, he's like, they're like, hey, will you shit on your player? And he's like, no, I'm just not going to say anything. Yeah. There was something... somebody who was like, Steve Kerr will talk about gun control and Donald Trump, but he won't condemn Hamas or Draymond Green. I think yeah. Steve Kerr actually probably has condemned Hamas a lot. Uh, but, <laughs> okay. uh, but I, okay. Um, something you guys said to me earlier reminded me of something. One time I was on MSNBC. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's yes. one of the great it's one of the great TV appearances of all time. Yeah, thank you. That's kind of you. And that true. lady loved you. <laughs> did she? I yes. think she really did. Yeah. But, but, but look, all ladies do. It's impossible. Um at one point we were talking about Rogers and she and she asked me, like, so like what's gonna happen to him? And I <laughs> And I I was taken aback because this is not why I was on this show. <laughs> like, I didn't have this kind of analysis. Like, should he be suspended? And I thought about it later. And I've always, I've always helped. Like, I should have said, lying to the media is actually not against the rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the league knew he wasn't vaccinated. He had nothing to gain by telling a bunch of nosy reporters he wasn't vaccinated vaccinated like mm-hmm. there's no like like you know lying to the media is against the rules that's what i say about kerr like that's not like come on i just think at some point he has to be like uh not great uh we sort of need draymond to win basketball why? Why games do, I, you need to tell me why <laughs> you need to tell me why why uh because yeah. he he I just think because he is critical of other players on the team and not often critical of Draymond Green. Okay, but you even think he's too critical of other players on the team. Mm-hmm. But that's so like, what why, I'm saying is like, I like think why the he double should. St- but I'm just saying, why the double standard with Kerr? Like, shouldn't he just be less critical of everybody? Or as, I just think he should be as critical of. Uh... Why? Because he's already doing it. <laughs> I, I just don't think there's anything to gain by being like, yes, Draymond, Draymond is the devil. Like, Dray- I, well, like I don't think he like, needs to say he's the devil, but he should at sorry, least say it lost what? us the you know, game. Look, I don't think there's anything to gain by dragging Draymond in public. Because Draymond is 
a sensitive cat, a sensitive fellow. And he and and if Kerr like gives him shit in public, he isn't gonna be happy with it. There's like like as far as Steve Kerr's job is concerned, shutting the fuck up and just like and like talking to him like a normal person that talks to somebody they work with, which mm-hmm. is say not in front of television cameras, is obviously the best thing you can do. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't think he's like a public official. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I oh, that I agree with. But yeah, I Steve Kerr think... is not a cat. Steve Kerr is not accountable to us. Can I can I give you some breaking news right now? Yeah. Look, I wish, look Coach, we all wish he was. Coach David Thorpe has made some trade proposals for the Warriors to uh, unload Steph Curry, and one of them involves uh, trading him for Josh Giddy, a package oh. headlined by Josh Giddy, <laughs> which is just an incredible suggestion. But the Warriors would get Isaiah would, Joe, Joey. Also, so also you that would about it. look that 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 OKC team would be pretty would be pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'd be great for them. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If they got one of the uh, fifteen best players of all time, yeah, yeah, it'd be great. Um, 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 okay, and also and also Steph Curry would be on the team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve to... Kerr's having a bad week, though, Corbin. <laughs> Did you know he lost an argument with the uh, the Phoenix Suns DJ? <laughs> right ahead. I haven't heard about this. Tell me. Uh, so he they played the Suns uh, two weeks ago, and he gave he had like a rant about how the music was too loud in Phoenix. <laughs> uh, can't we just play the damn games? He was saying. He said it sounded like techno music from a club in South Beach. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um. So then, so, go ahead. Foster, yeah. So I'm sorry. Do you love Do you love the in arena atmosphere in Phoenix? Uh, no, but I've I never, think I've never I, been to the talking stick arena. I think anytime you're referring to normal hip hop, they're playing, uh, during an NBA game, is techno, you sound a thousand loud. years old, but they're not, loud. they're not playing EDM. Yeah. Like, it's not it's techno. Not, it's not like all Skrillex the word techno. <laughs> They weren't playing Firestarter by the prodigy. I did uh, look. I look. I personally they weren't playing Cotton Eye Joe. Do they play Cotton Eye Joe when you they go to the club? Play, Joey? They might play Cotton Eye Joe in it's an right, NBA well, stadium. Only because though, Joey actually. goes up to the club. He's wearing a. Yeah. He's wearing a. He's wearing a sheer shirt with a big fucking yeah. medallion. He goes up and he goes, "Let's get CJ. Let's get CJ no, like, going, brother." <laughs> by rednecks with three X's. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm always I like, think... "Play Sandstorm, baby." I mean, I don't know. Like Steve's trying to do his fucking job. He's trying to talk to his fucking players, and they're and they're blaring in that irritating music. I Cut cannot believe you're defending. I cannot believe you're defending Steve Curry. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't know. I just don't like in arena. Like, I, if it were up to me, they wouldn't play music in the mm-hmm. arena. And there'd be they, no dancers. You're Red Auerbach. <laughs> um, sorry. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. I, oh boy. I can't wait to the, go to the game and gawk at the Lakers. Girls. That's not what that's I. Totally but you, I love watching a guy dunk off trampolines. I don't mind that. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's but that's between. I that's love between. seeing a dog catch a frisbee. Okay, well, Joe, you don't need to go to an NBA. I don't game. really care for Red Panda's act anymore. I gotta say, <laughs> I saw her drop like seven bowls the last time. It was Wait, just, really? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Bummer. She drops them a lot. I now. just think she I needs think to she's, retire. 
It's just, it's hard. It's like, yeah. it's just, yeah, I mean, a lot I of people need to retire at this point. Like Clay, like Clay needs to retire, but yeah. like, you know, he needs money too. Red Panda needs money. I mean, yeah, the Warriors actually bought her a replacement unicycle a couple of years ago and hers got stolen at the airport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. But who was like, oh boy, how yeah, weird. Sorry. Do you okay. think that this week, who Red Panda was or no? Oh, this week, the Spurs, I mean, the Suns DJ uh, released this. In this building, you can't hear anything because it's like a club. It's like a, it's like a South Beach club. It's just it's thumping techno club music. Thumping techno club music. Thumping techno club music. Thumping techno club music. All right, we don't need to go more of that, but yeah. Uh, it's kind of a banger. Also, what I like is uh, it reminds me of uh, music, the, like like the proto- music i would listen to in the 90s and think i was really sophisticated like yeah is that the orbital yeah orbital sorry the orb and orbital yeah the mm-hmm. orbital. it was a creative time it was a creative time uh i mean i will say is if you remember right i uh i all i've i've done this to a warriors uh person before um, you have the world is going through difficult times and America too, actually. So last night, I knew we were gonna do this, and I made a special record. So this record is in honor of George Floyd, and I really hope we can see more unity and more peace when already things are so difficult. So, shout out to his family. Uh, I hope sports can heal. One of my favorite parts of sports is it's colorblind. Sports can heal. Is it it's colorblind? Corbin, you're also a Damian Lillard expert. Did you see what happened with Dame and uh, the Bucks last night? What did Dame do? So this also happened. Let, yeah, let's well, give some some context. Yeah. So uh, last week, uh, this was also after a Pacers uh, Bucks game. Mm-hmm. Bobby Portis apparently started arguing with the uh, Bucks head coach Adrian Griffin. And Chris Haynes had a story about it like 90 seconds later. Uh-huh. And it was kind of like, huh, who could his source have been in the Bucks locker room that had such knowledge of that what had a went direct on. quote of what Bobby like, Portis said to the coach? Yeah, I think, when yeah, they I were think Bobby just like secretly turned on his camera. <laughs> oh, I guess he was just he just cut off Adrian Griffin and was like, Well, you need to coach better too. Uh, like yeah. while he was he was talking about like we need to win the rebounding battle, yeah, Bobby Portis was like, fucking... "We need to run a play down the stretch." <laughs> that is exactly what he said. To yeah, the guy. Uh, <laughs> whatever. You get his ass. I'm I'm tired of this Adrian Griffin motherfucker. I'm kind of on the yeah. side on this one. So, so after after last night's game, uh, Giannis scored. Giannis had a confrontation with Tyrese Halliburton after the mm-hmm. game. Which the the Bucks were already mad at Tyrese Halliburton because 
when Halliburton beat the Bucks in the in-season tournament last uh, week, he did the Dame Time celebration at them. Can I give uh, an... Mm-hmm. I watched the highlights from that game today. Mm-hmm. Can I give an in fairness, a little bit of extra in fairness context for the Pacers? Uh, sure. Yeah. sure. The Bucks definitely ran up the score on them. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like they were like they were up twenty without a lot of time left. The Pacers had pulled their starters, and the Bucks kept them in to get Giannis, Giannis. points. Yeah, yeah, to get Giannis yeah. some extra points, and yeah. also because they were mad, Halliburton did the Dame time at them. Yeah, a week. I don't ago. know. Yeah. Like they might have been. That so might have been. Yeah. So then the Pacers had the game ball, which. <laughs> I kind of believe their story that they had a guy on the team because they had, they emptied the bench and a guy got his first NBA points. So they gave him the game ball. And then Giannis was really, except this is actually the NBA's fault. Sean, did you know those aren't his actual first points? Wait, he they scored aren't? a point in the in-season tournament championship game, but they don't count towards stats. Oh, uh, but I mean, but I, <laughs> I can also, I can also understand being like, yeah, we should get this guy the game ball. Like, I wouldn't necessarily think that because a guy scored a lot of points, you have to give him the game ball. Sixty-four fucking points, Keen. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying it's not, it's not Indiana's job. Like I would, you're keeping track of your own players. Like you, like okay. Why do they have the ball? But then why, 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 why do they have the ball? Because he got his first NBA points, so they took the ball for their player. But there's also a second thing that happened here. Yes, you watch the game. Oh, okay. Uh, the the Bucks security guy goes and grabs the ball from the ref. The Pacers grab the second ball, but Pacer because there's two game balls. But Giannis didn't see the security guy grab the ball for him already and went ballistic. Yo, and like, like was elbowing assistant coaches in the tunnel and stuff like that. But how did we learn? How did we learn exactly what happened so quickly? It was Dame Lillard just FaceTiming Chris Chris Haynes the entire time. He is a narc. He is a narc. (laughs) You know what I think is annoying about it? Is that he had a long time to be a fucking narc mm-hmm. in Portland, <laughs> and yet Neil Olshay worked there for like a decade. Yeah, he was not. Uh-huh. He was apparently bullying people for ten years. Poor Sean Hyken had to dig. On. He had to ask questions at press conferences. Could Dame just let him have a little bit of that? <laughs> Sean Hyken subscribed to the Rose Garden Report. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, anyway very funny. I I also agree. I agree, though. By the way, that Oscar Tishibwe, who might never score another NBA point, deserves the game ball more than Giannis here. That's but just also me. there's two but there's two balls. I forgot there were right. There's multiple game balls. Like it's. <laughs> oh, okay. But then at yeah, the end, Giannis I was didn't like, think about that until now. But then at the end, Giannis is also like, I have a ball. It's not the game ball. I know what the game ball felt like, and it's not that. Maybe they they have more than one ball. <laughs> <laughs> I have a ball. <laughs> It's okay. Like, okay. Grow, grow up. Okay. <laughs> I want to. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about what's really happening here. Mm-hmm. Therapy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
these are all, of course, highly symbolical nonsense things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ball, you know, the ball, the fucking, uh, you know, who gets the game ball, all this shit. None of this is real. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't like, this isn't, you know, say what you will about Draymond's controversies. At least somebody gets choked in them. You know what I mean? Like something, <laughs> like something happens that you can point to to say like, well, that is. To be fair, Rick Carlisle said that the Pacers GM has bruised ribs now from Giannis elbowing him. Hilarious. I mean, that probably probably did happen. He is strong as an ox. But naturally. Completely naturally. All right. I don't think that... I don't know why we needed to... I don't know why we needed to do open steroid speculation. Could absolutely be HGH. Yeah, okay. First off, Keen is sitting here acting like he doesn't take steroids. I'm tired of it. The guy, oh, man, I once, I, when I, uh, I'll give you a little snapshot into my dirtbag college life. Uh, I had this shared an apartment with three other guys in uh, Berkeley. Very big apartment, cheap. We had a large living room that we put a weight bench in at one point. Mm-hmm. And uh, at one point, I had to get like, I think I got my, it's some kind of oral surgery. And so I, they gave me steroids for three days. And my roommate just kept encouraging me. He's like, dude, you got it. You got to bench more. You got to bench. You got a three day window. You got to bench. You could have so many gains. And I'm like, we just drink beer and smoke weed a lot. This is not like, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm he like, but he, would, he, he like made me a protein powder drink. Like, and I'm, my mouth still has gauze in it at that point. And he's like, you got to, you got to get back out there. I'm like you out there, like five feet away, where there's a weight bench in a, no, in a like, human no, home. Your, your friend was trying to help you. He was trying. To... You spit in his face. Imagine how powerful you. Anyway, been. Corbin, back to therapy. What did you want to say? Oh yeah, um, sorry. Okay. Anyway, all of this shit with the ball. Who gets the ball? All this fucking honor code horse shit. It's all fake. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to blow anybody's mind, but like, not real. Sorry. What is actually happening here is the resentments are, is the resentments that all of these people feel about the last two weeks are just spilling out at each other. Mm-hmm. Like the Bucks are mad that they lost in the in-season tournament. I mean, also fake, but like fake in the way where it's like, aren't all sports fake? Yeah. You know, uh, but, um, but, uh, and then the, and then the, and then the Pacers are mad that the Bucks ran up the score on them. And also like, you know, I, you know, sort of delivered a statement win. And the statement was, it does not matter that you won the in-season tournament. You're still babies. You're still mm-hmm. little babies. And we are going to throw you in a big vat of goop. Like none of this has anything to do with the balls. And like somebody can like get on the fucking mic and say like, uh, who gets the ball? Who good? Da, 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 da. But like, you know, no, who, it's just the ball. Like, you know, when, look, when this, if this young player who scored one point with it, if he got the ball sooner or later, he would be in a very desperate situation and he would sell the ball and it would be very traumatic. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think the market is for the Oscar Toshibe? Well, uh, well, the, fuck, the thing is, is that when he took it to the, to the, to the dealer, the dealer would be like, oh, this is your first game. This is your first game points. Yeah. And be like, yeah, it's also the ball that 
Giannis had when he scored 64 points. And how are they going to market that ball? Well, that's well here's my question. This Why doesn't Giannis is- give him a hundred dollars? Giannis only makes like fifty million dollars a year. Buy it from him. Offer him something. That's how he normally that's works. Enemy. That's his, dude. That's his enemy on the court right now, brother. Can't just give your enemies money. I don't give you guys money. <laughs> it's true. Does uh does. Does Keith Folk still have that Red Sox ball that he kept um, when the Red Sox won the World Series? Oh, Do you remember that? Yeah, he just put it in his pocket. I think it was Doug Minkiewicz. Uh, okay. I think it was, the first it was one of those two guys. It but was... a guy who like joined the team July yeah, 31st. Like two guys who like, are the not last really moment. Red Sox own that and refused I mean, to give Keith, the ball to the Red Sox. Keith Folk was on the team the whole thing. No, it was Doug Minkiewicz. Because like Keith Folk, people would have been like, yeah, he, can, he probably deserves that ball. But you know, Doug Minkiewicz was like... Shit, man, they haven't won in a long time. Keeping this There's no way they're bringing the me back final next year. Of the World Series and then refuse to give it to the team. Whatever, respect. Get yours. This is the, you know, this uh, is the, look, this is like what I was saying to Abe. These are just fucking corporations, yeah. dog. No, you this is why crack. Oscar Chishibwe, Doug Mankiewicz, these are heroes of look, the if podcast. You, if you feel like, if you feel like the, look, if you feel like the team that you, root for that you are a consumer for is taking more from you than you than you want you can just fucking walk away you can hit the bricks at any point it does not matter what the fuck are you doing abe walk into traffic that's ridiculous abe it's just a fucking sports team uh well uh, speaking of- it's basically wanted uh he was going to give the red sox the ball if they were willing to uh donate a portion of the proceeds from the museum to charity and the red sox said no and then sued him (laughs) honestly i respect the red sox for that i just have respect for everybody here uh well speaking of just a sports team also i can't believe an assistant coach is wearing a fake neck brace and being like god has assaulted me he assaulted me Oscar Tshiebe is my witness. <laughs> Sean, can you explain to Corbin uh, what happened in Oklahoma City this week? Oh uh, yes, I can. He's so this happened on... not like this. Okay. This one I haven't heard. This one I haven't. So heard. on on Tuesday, the Oklahoma City Oklahoma City voters overwhelmingly approved a one percent sales tax uh, for the Thunder to build a new arena uh i believe they're they're fracking you know that that's you know that that i I mean look in fairness do you know that that oklahoma city thunder arena is i don't know you know 15 years old i yeah it was it was it was built in 2002 and then uh substantially renovated in 2007 they realized they were gonna steal a team i want to say so i want to say i this is another reason why washington's moving to virginia because mm-hmm. like they because these like these fucking team owners value the ability to abuse and extort as much money from the municipalities where they play mm-hmm. more than they do like fan access or yeah, like you're talking anything. to an oakland a's fan um <laughs> yeah sorry yeah, yeah. yeah. The, 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 offered the wizards quite a lot of free yeah, oakland is oakland is of course the maximum example of this because like you know, the Bay Area is one of the largest metropolitan areas in the country. And they're like, no, 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 we're going to we're going to move to somewhere that's going to be uninhabitable in 20 years. And uh, and actually, we don't even have a site 
for this ballpark. Uh, mm-hmm. We're talking about knocking down a casino. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. We don't have yeah. any blueprints. Down a ca- yeah, knocking down a casino. It's definitely going to stay knocked down, too. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's insane. Uh, so this, this... Oh, man. I Look, I don't want to, you know, the last year or so of sports business developments have been grim. Horrifying. Dude. Yeah. Do you so, know that ESPN is thinking about selling ESPN, or uh, Disney's thinking about selling ESPN? Yeah. Not with ESPN bed attached, are they? Yeah, yeah, but, like, that's the thing. Look, that's well, it's because local about, cable's you know, melting like, down, right? ESPN is profitable. Like, it's one of the only media things that operates like media used to, which is yeah. to say, you have a product, you put a commercial on it, people mm-hmm. see the fucking commercials, you make money off that. Yeah. But because of the way that... <clears throat> Lloyd capitalism works or like, you know, like, like everything has to be increasing exponentially all the time. And so that's why ESPN is like, well, I guess we have to get into the fucking betting business. now. Yeah. Because, because we used to have these insane profits and now we just have uh, and now it's like regular now, reliable profits. Yeah. they But that's the thing. They didn't even used to have insane profits necessarily. I mean, I guess they used to have insane profits at some point but like it isn't grow like they have like it isn't growing enough and yeah, like yeah, because yeah. all of these media corporations are just like you know are basically um hedge funds at this point mm-hmm. like it's just a bunch of distinct properties that they own that they're trying to uh expand the uh value of the stock sorry that that wasn't as eloquent as maybe it could have been but I, you get it like 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 i don't like every, everything ah, anyway it's been nasty dude and like and look pretty i'll give you i'll give you a, i'll give you a video game example uh they're like katamari damasi mm-hmm. just rolling around trying to pick up things and they they have to keep getting ever larger yeah that's true gonna and die. The, and the growth has to be exponential and then it has to yeah. turn into star i mean that's the metaphor in damasi <laughs> i've always thought is that it's like when you get down to it material is all stardust and which is to say that materialism itself is the uh, is uh, is nonsense, and so every and like all we're doing is sort of collecting things to be eventually turned into stardust. Uh, sorry, this is the graduate thesis I was going to write about Kanamari Damacy, mm-hmm. except that I I didn't go into graduate school. Oh. Uh, <laughs> anyway, no, but like, but yeah, sports business has been fucking really grim mm-hmm. lately. Yes. And I, yeah. Anyway. So uh, did uh, you know Shohei Otani is going to make two million dollars a year, Corbin? Did you hear that part? <laughs> yeah, I, it feels like an underpay. Yeah, but no, he's <laughs> he's deferred sixty eight million dollars a year of his salary. Yeah. Is it going to be like a Bobby Bonilla thing? Like, is there going to be Shohei? <laughs> no, because there's there? no interest on it either. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just taking a huge. He just signed to a seven hundred million dollar deal that's actually, you know, in like present value only. Like a four hundred and fifty million dollar deal. Yeah, come on. Couldn't be me, but uh, it's all money <laughs> he laundering. Might ta- he might save on taxes because he might be in a different tax allocation country. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I believe he still has to pay state taxes on it, but he probably doesn't have to pay state income taxes. Maybe. Well, well, also, but like seven. Okay, I'm sure there's some tax scam. I'm sure it's like oh, yeah. pay into okay. the. Otani Foundation. Seven hundred million dollars now versus seven hundred million dollars in ten years when inflation hits. Like you might be in a slightly lower tax collection 
on account of the inflation. I don't know. He's making $68 million a year. There's no tax bracket advantages. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're no be. matter what inflation happens. Uh, okay. So, so Oklahoma city, um, I mean, it says you now, but I, I don't know if you've heard, but libertarians are going to take over California. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, okay. So they haven't even made a design or picked a place or really given any details about, uh, the Aubrey McClendon Memorial Arena, um, <laughs> but they are paying one percent sales tax basically indefinitely. But the thing is, uh, it's extending a one percent sales tax they added just four years ago to upgrade the arena. So they they actually passed. Uh, there's like seventy million dollars from this existing sales tax that they've done against themselves taxing the poorest people in oklahoma city disproportionately because it's sales tax i was worried Uh, i was worried that an oil magnate might have to pay for this uh, no 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 well okay so the the arena right now is projected to cost at least 900 million dollars and they're already saying at least and it's like six years from being built so probably it's gonna be like i think 1.5 billion okay considering (laughs) like the Buffalo Bills Stadium is going to be $500 million over its projection. The Raiders Stadium was like $200 million over The Bills Stadium is like $3 billion or some shit like that, right? Uh, now it is, yeah. That's crazy. The Raiders Stadium was was a little over 2 Especially with the Bills. Because all, like all you need to enjoy the Bills game is an RV and a plastic table. Well, that's you also true. need that dildo you can throw at Tom Brady. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah. <laughs> God, that was great. Are, uh, by far, you know what? I, I know I've said a lot of stuff about how you shouldn't be a fan of teams today, but yeah. you should be a fan of the Buffalo Bills because it turns you into a madman. <laughs> uh, okay, so... It shows you the truth. So there's there's no caps on the uh, funding for this arena. There's no... They're just saying $900 million. And again, they don't even I mean, know what, where it is. They don't have a plan. Suppress, you can't suppress uh, Clay Bennett's creativity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, again, there's not even a site right now. Uh, maybe it doesn't matter in Oklahoma City. I don't know. But how much do you think of this potential $1.5 billion arena? What do you think the team's contribution is? A little less. Fuck off! <laughs> It's not. It's also not a percentage. It is a flat fee. There is a cap on the team spending, not on Oklahoma City. The city. Oh well, spending. thank God. Well, like you look there. Is there any? Is there any more valuable urban infrastructure than a sports arena? Yeah. Well, they're the team's paying fifty million dollars. That's their contribution. Fifty million dollars. Uh, the mayor of OKC said he was happy they remained a big league city. Mm-hmm. which uh let me actually we'll go back to big league city but anyway the owners bought this team for between 325 and 350 million dollars in 2006 now it is worth 3.05 billion dollars you know it's crazy imagine, imagine how much it would be worth it was in a metropolitan area where people lived <laughs> can't imagine can't imagine how that could have happened though so they uh okay so oklahoma city is obsessed with being a big league city joey and i have both read the very entertaining book boomtown mm-hmm. uh, about how this is a constant quest of uh oklahoma city uh i would love say the- that tornado guy in that book love the tornado <laughs> guy he's great yeah uh there's a lot of there's a lot of uh you can learn a lot about wayne coin Flaming Lips lead singer and super fan. But uh, here's here's just an example. Um, Boeing, I think it was Boeing 
who was testing this? I don't yeah. remember what airline it is, but they were testing it supersonic because it was okay. Seattle. It was weirdly Seattle. Uh, like it's part of the strange, uh, weird connected history of OKC and Seattle. Yeah. So, um, so they were working very hard and volunteering to have uh, sonic booms tested above their city. Mm-hmm. And for six in, uh, in early 1964, there were 1,253 <laughs> sonic booms going off on the city. Uh, breaking windows, blowing out plaster. Uh, the FAA did not pay out uh, any of the claims. Mm-hmm. And the poor downtrodden people of Oklahoma City said 73% of subjects uh, said they could live indefinitely with eight sonic booms a day because they thought there would be like a manufacturing facility, I think. Or was it oh, an airport? I, they, I, they thought they were going to get the first sonic... Airport, I thought, right? Airport, like yeah. super and then, speed airport. And then their city got so fucked up that they were like, Yeah, we can't do this. You guys are gonna also, get nothing also, for this. also worth mentioning, like, you know, uh supersonic airliners never really took off. Yeah, well, well that's mainly because part of this of it because of this. <laughs> but also, I mean, but also because like you know, like the Concorde fucking blew up over Europe somewhere, right? I don't I don't quite remember what happened, but like it's not like it's not like pro- very safe, is what I'm saying. It's a little uh, too fa- well, yeah, but mainly so they they didn't get anything. They didn't even get like compensation for like their largest buildings just getting the windows blown out of them every week. <laughs> but they did. They were almost a big league supersonic city. Oh boy! And then they stole the supersonics. But yeah, so congratulations to Clay Bennett. And the I mean, Aubrey look, McClendon estate, which still mm-hmm. uh, is a large shareholder in the Oklahoma. Like, look, like, look, you know, you look. I, you mentioned you mentioned stealing it from Seattle. I mean, is it stealing when the way that you got the team is to um, is to go to a bunch of rich guys and say, um, um, "I would love to drink your pee." Like I would just love to, I would just love to permanently and habitually uh, swill. Oh, the city. Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about Howard Schultz. No, I wasn't talking about. I was talking talking about the city, like Oklahoma City. Yeah. Like they went to the owners of the Sonics and they said, "Sure, we'll we will you will you will be stunned with how much piss we're willing to guzzle." No, but Clay Bennett. No, no, no. It's it's actually yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a double thing. So. Clay Bennett bought it from the Starbucks guy, our, our, one of our finest presidential candidates. Yeah. <laughs> um, just as overall really brought, he cool brought, guy. He brought moderation back to the American electorate. But yeah, Clay yeah. Bennett Labor, Labor hero to, Howard Schultz. Clay Bennett it's, is an OKC businessman who bought it specifically to move them to OKC. But, oh. however, yeah. his money all comes from fracking, fracking. all the area yeah. around Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, City to the point where Oklahoma City now has earthquakes. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's yeah, Oklahoma well, yeah, City, poison, yeah. no poisoning. Uh, you so, poison the groundwater. You uh, you uh, you uh, demand you demand tribute from the city to remain there, mm-hmm. and you uh, yeah. uh, and then everybody goes, "Oh boy, we love our we love our thunder." Yeah, we can't ever let them go. Yeah, we will pay. We will be paying for this stadium, <laughs> and and they don't really have a binding lease either. They supposedly have uh, like a handshake oh. agreement to stay till twenty fifty. 
But are, is anyone going to be there in 2015? We don't know. Um, yeah, you know what will be there though? That Nick Collison retired jersey they've got. Um, yeah. all right. Um, that's our yeah, episode, we're be, yeah. Corbin. Yeah, we're gonna be yeah we're gonna be wandering through the wasteland someday, and we're going to come upon a rubble, and we're going to oh, it's... move the stone. Yeah. And right under it is going to be Nick Collison's giant retired. Okay, they're going to say who was who was this great man? Who was this great <laughs> warrior of a previous civilization? And he's like, oh, he's just a guy who consistently signed weird contracts so that the Thunder could uh, so capitalists store, could move money store, around. The store, the stories of his mastery at taking charge made the uh, children um, weep. Corbin, that's our episode. Plug your plug your podcasts and whatever else you would like okay, to plug. All right. Maybe, you know, maybe ask me a little nicer than that. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, hey, you got anything you want to tell the people? We'll do anything it. We'll do it Byron Corbin. Allen style. We, you know, we're on a podcast right now. Corbin, is there anything you've been podcasting about? Yeah, the Pacific Northwest Insurance Corporation movie film podcast. It is. I'm trying really fucking hard to get people to listen to this. It's not working. Uh, but uh, and frankly, this deeply obnoxious appearance on your show is probably not going to help all that much. <laughs> Um, the uh, um, it's uh, yeah, it's like a movies podcast. It's me and Matt Ellis. Matt is a is a is like a English is like a cultural studies professor at Portland State University, and the and the show is sort of a seesaw between an academic look at film, thinking about it from a sort of you know academic and critical theory perspective, and also like a fucking stupid uh podcast about film at the same time um and i'm really happy with it if you want to get on it there we did an episode about oppenheimer i'm very happy with uh there's an elvis movie on there uh we're talking about a frank capra movie next week this week was uh oh like a german movie that came out this year it actually didn't work for our purposes but you but if you i'm not I, i'm not giving it away of course but if you listen to it you get to hear an unbelievably embarrassing story about uh my dating life so oh, good oh a uh, quick question should i see oppenheimer i guess <laughs> did you not see it no i saw it I just went. I just went. <laughs> but I read American Prometheus first, so I could get like. Yeah, I did too. Get worked oh, up yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I read it when I was nineteen for some reason. I mean, it's a great book. Yeah, it's a very good biography. Check out American Prometheus. You can also listen to Eternal Pond Hangout if you want to listen to two men in their thirties get madder and madder at each other as the years go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Corbin, do you also want to uh, watch an episode of the Steph Curry golf? Sh- show where he does a tiger wood shot and talk about it of course i do yeah okay that'll be on patreon.com slash round rock pod uh listen to corbin's podcast sean is there anything you'd like to plug uh you know i'd plug the sacramento punchline the first week of september uh, of january there's 10 shows but i think eight or nine of them are already sold out with shang wang you know where shoes for him uh no no yeah no it's gonna be pause out He's gonna be pause out, ladies and gentlemen. Pause out. I, my, I, I'm kind of horrified by my own feet. I gotta say. Oh my god, your own feet! Like they're as disgusting as everybody else's feet, Keen. I think they're beautiful. 
Thank you. Don't let Thank Joe. You. Don't let Joey. You know what? Don't let this fucking repressed guy you do this show with keep you from being the free and beautiful animal you want to be. As for, is, me, club, always, yeah. as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where two days ago I tweeted, just a man trying to drive a race car. Sean, did you write a song? I did this week for our Draymond Green episode. I did a killer song called All These Rings That I've Won. Uh, great. That'll be playing under us right now. Trust the process. Trust the process. And shut it down. Let's all go to therapy. <laughs> Let's not. Like. When there's no more text to get And you've made the team of vets The teams of vets If you can't ball out Then you get kicked out no doubt
sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.